WVOW Local News, now. Wednesday evening, the arrest of a Bluefield mother and daughter charged for the death of a 13-year-old was announced by federal authorities. I'm Aaron Stone. The U.S. Marshals of West Virginia's Southern District, along with COPS United Felony Fugitive Enforcement Division, or CUFT, have been working with the Bluefield Police to find 43-year-old Nicole Brooks and 22-year-old Isis Wallace for about a week. According to the U.S. Marshals Service, authorities arrested Brooks and Wallace in Dover, Delaware, around 9 o'clock last night. Women are charged with first-degree murder. Allegedly, the pair fired multiple shots into a vehicle at a red light near the intersection of U.S. Route 460 and Cumberland Road in Bluefield back on March 23rd last week. The teenage victim suffered a headshot in the back seat of the car, later died at Charleston Area Medical Center General in Charleston, WVOW Logan. I'm Tanya Crubb, Director of Acute Inpatient Rehab. Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. Hi, I'm Dr. Wright, Surgical Podiatrist from Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. I'm Romel Mitchell, Executive Secretary. Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. Thank you for trusting your care at Logan Regional Medical Center. Always here for you. West Virginia State Police will be conducting a sobriety checkpoint Thursday, April 7th of next week. Checkpoint will take place between 6 o'clock and midnight at Deskins Edition. An alternative checkpoint has been designated at Route 73. According to a press release from the Logan Detachment, the checkpoint's primary focus is DUI enforcement. Moreover, during the checkpoint, drivers will be checked for all driving infractions. A pair of structure fires Wednesday afternoon quickly spread into a brush fire at Ranger in Lincoln County. According to the Guyane River Volunteer Fire Department, the fire appeared to have started in the back of one of the structures, moved to a second before going into the woods. The fire closed down Ranger Bottom Road and has since closed down Ranger Elementary School for Thursday. No injuries have been reported. And Governor Justice has renewed a call for applicants to the inaugural Intermediate Court last week. Don Nickerson, a Wheeling attorney, withdrew his name from consideration for the new court. Justice has called for a new list of names for consideration before making another pick. The Judicial Vacancy Advisory Commission announced 25 names for the new court last fall. The commission will now accept new applicants through April 15th, attorneys Dan Greer of South Charleston and Thomas Scar of Barbersville are judges on the intermediate court already. The judges will be sworn in on May 1st, and the court begins session on July 1st. West Virginia settled a lawsuit with opioid manufacturer Endo Health Solutions for $26 million. Attorney General Patrick Morrissey said negotiations began with Endo back in January about a possible settlement. The lawsuit was filed in 2019. Endo has agreed to pay the $26 million in a lump sum payment. The lawsuit alleged Endo rebranded a drug abused back in the 1960s, including changing its name to Opana and giving it a new color. Endo agrees not to make any false or deceptive statements about opioids or opioid products. Furthermore, Endo will not represent that opioid or opioid products have approvals, characteristics, uses, benefits, or qualities that they do not.
The distribution of the lump sum settlement after attorney's fees will be 3% held in trust by the state. 24.5% of the dollars will go directly to the counties and cities. 72.5% would flow directly to the West Virginia First Foundation for purposes of engaging in opioid mitigation strategies. The state goes to trial next week against three other opioid companies making similar claims. The lawsuits are against Janssen, Tava, and Allergen. They were all filed in 2019 as well. Governor Justice announced Wednesday a veto of House Bill 4020. The bill would have divided the administration's largest agency, the Department of Health and Human Resources, into two departments. Each would have its own commissioner. All makers of both parties in the Senate and the House said the split is necessary to get a handle on the agency's finances as well as its complicated missions of promoting the health of West Virginians, combating drug addiction issues, supporting the state's most vulnerable children, as well as other missions. Delegates passed the bill 83 to 11. Senators passed it 32 to 2. DHHR Secretary Bill Crouch had warned of complications with splitting the agency's finances, particularly federal funding, Justice echoed some of the concerns with his veto and acknowledged more work must be done to improve the department's outcomes. In high school baseball action, Chapmanville defeated Mann 12 to 11, just barely edged them out. Chapmanville improved their season to 4 and 1, while Mann fell to 5 and 1. And in Logan and Sissonville's game, Logan just blanked Sissonville 10 nothing improving their season 4-0 with a no-hitter for Logan's Dawson Maynard. Get local news on demand at WVOWradio.com and on your smart device. This is WVOW Logan. Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. I'm Storm Tracker 13 Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins, and today we're looking for those temperatures in the low 70s, so it's still warm, but it's windy, and we are looking for some scattered showers and thunderstorms to develop here in the afternoon, so keep your eyes out for that. Some 20-mile-an-hour wind gusts easily, maybe even as high as 30 on the mountain peaks, and then we'll see things kind of drying out overnight with that low near 40, and it's a much cooler day, partly sunny, 53 for Friday. I'm 13 News Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Listen throughout the day. Or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center.